skeptical about custom beauty, honestly, y'all, I totally get it. My feed is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising, you know, to fix all of our beauty, hair, and skin problems. Truthfully, I was so skeptical when I saw this brand, but I'm a total believer now. When pros says custom, they actually mean it. Their products are no gimmicks, and your formula couldn't exist without you. Each and every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skin care is made to order and personalized with unique blends of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. And they get personal. Pro's covers everything from your concerns to diet, exercise, and stress levels to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. Did you know, for example, that Minneapolis has like weirdly hard water, which apparently was affecting my hair. So like some of the ingredients that they put into my hair care was to like deal with the fact that we have hard water. Wow. I love that. They also asked me things like, you know, because I have had a baby recently, like, am I still breastfeeding? What are my hair goals? And I also really appreciated they asked like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm at the point, you know, I used to let, yeah, I used to do those, you know, put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling self-conscious. Um, I, this is truly such a genuine endorsement. So I've really enjoyed using these products. But don't just take our word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash justbreakup. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash justbreakup for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas, pros.com slash justbreakup. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who is trying to manage the unfairness of the dating universe. Mm. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Exactly. We are not professionals. We are not trained in this. We are just here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs in the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. So we are going to get started with a check-in topic. Uh, And this check-in topic is inspired by somebody who wrote a letter to us, Anxious Queen, whose pronoun is are, she, her, and who's writing from the void. And basically, Anxious Queen is asking about how do you unfriend your ex's family? (laughs) From social uh, media. (laughs) Yeah, from social media, right? Uh, And so like the experience is that um, she is still friends with all of her ex's family. um, And sometimes like his mom comments on her posts, but she's also like really tired of seeing pictures of her ex and her ex's new girlfriend. (laughs) And it's like, how do I actually go about 
unfriending these folks or blocking them? Or like, what do I do? Do I call them first? Do I let them know it's happening? Because uh, they're going to notice because they're still like commenting on my posts and stuff. So we thought it would be a, a fun thing to like talk about. Of, fun. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what do you what do you do with your ex's family on social media? Uh, and how cutthroat should you be versus like how like <laughs> open and like, please like everything that I ever post. I love you because it can be challenging. So I, this to me, it's dependent on the level of intimacy you have with this person. Um, Mm. You know, what the relationship was slash is now with the family member. But from my perspective and in my experience, I've always done the quiet unfriend and or block like the truth is you have residual relationships with family members friends in your ex's community during your relationship but you're in partnership with them you are um you know when you're breaking up i know that there are often like these leftover relationships this leftover love but i think it's very understandable that things change after a breakup. I think if someone were to unfollow me or unfriend me after they broke up with my sister, I don't know. I think I would understand that, um, you know, there might be some disappointment. There might be some weird feelings, uh, but that kind of comes with the territory, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think it just speaks to this idea that we, all have that like breakup breakups are like somehow very clean. (laughs) Like it's Mm -hmm, like we're, mm -hmm. we're like we're dating and then suddenly we're broken up. But the fact is, is that there's just like a whole bunch of like momentum that like continues as you, even as you're like, okay, you're no longer in my life. Um, so it is, you know, there are people that still show up in like some of my social feeds from like exes that I had 10 years ago. And it's still like, why am I following this person? I don't understand why I didn't somehow like go through this, but it, I think that there's like no perfect time to do it. It's just sort of like when, when you're ready to like say goodbye to that relationship. And it sounds like anxious queen is ready for that, but it doesn't need to be like a all or nothing rule, right? It can be like, I'm going to unfriend his mom because like, that's a lot of pictures of him in her feed or, but I'm going to stay with the sister because she posts like funny things about cats or whatever. Right? <laughs> like it, it can be sort of a, funny. you decide, you curate. But I think Sierra's right that like, I don't know that you need to tell these people that you're doing it. And I also am curious if you could like maybe just mute these people as well. If this, if this relationship is like still important to you so that you're not seeing all of their pictures, but they can yeah. still like see and comments and respond to your stuff. If that is if you don't want to like go through the awkwardness of being like a full yeah. break, but yeah. I also just want to remind you that like, you don't necessarily owe anything to these people anymore, right? You don't right. owe them access to you just because they were the mom of somebody that you dated a while ago. Yeah. Right. So it's okay for you to say, actually, I don't, I don't want you to see what's on my feed or actually I'm not interested in looking at these pictures. And so we, it's just like, again, we, we talk about this all the time, but on social media, it just feels like, like unfriending someone is like so mean, <laughs> right? Like the idea that we could like possibly say like, I don't actually want you seeing my shit feels like this like taboo that, or like this, like this big fuck you to people when in actuality it's like, yeah, cool. 
it's, it's sort of like not inviting people to your house, right? It's, it's like, you don't, (laughs) it's not unreasonable for you to say like, don't come over unannounced, right? Like I no longer have an open door policy. (laughs) Right. And you know, 50 years ago, if you went through a separation or a breakup, you wouldn't have like your ex-mother-in-law like popping up every couple days with a a newspaper clipping of the new couple. You know what I mean? Like this (laughs) is not... Un, this is unusual access that we have to people after right. we decide to no longer be in partnership together. And mm-hmm. I think Sam's right. And just want to reiterate that this is not a one size fits all thing. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing. And it can it can happen gradually over time or case by case. Two examples that I'm thinking of are like the last time I went through a breakup, I think I've unfriended his sister immediately because I like, I just, I think you did. I didn't <laughs> want to see <laughs> her. I, and I loved her. I, I mean, she was like one of the best parts about that relationship. <laughs> she was like so cool and so fun. And we had a great relationship, but I was so crushed by the breakup that I like, I needed to erase it, erase it all. Right. And that's yep. one side of it. Right. I think she still follows me on Instagram. I just don't follow her back. And that is okay with me. That that's what I needed. The other example I'm thinking of, which might apply to this letter writer, when you have a more intimate relationship with somebody that requires a little bit more nuance and untangling, um, you could reach out to this mother um, if you felt like it was appropriate and send a message that was something like, hey, so-and-so, um, this might seem odd, but I felt compelled to write you and let you know that I'm going to be unfriending you. Um, this is nothing personal. I'm just trying to move on fully from this past relationship. And it's hard seeing the new one. I have a lot of love and respect for you. Thank you for the time with your family. I wish you the best. I'm out. Like that. that mm-hmm. is, that is the effort that I would put into a relationship, um, that was like long lasting that I felt like needed that sort of communication. Right. Um, Mm. even though I loved my ex's sister and that we were close, we weren't at that point. You know what I mean? I think she actually, now that I remember, like, I think she sent me a text and was like, I'm so crushed that my brother broke up with you. And I think I responded like, yeah, me too. (laughs) 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 But like, I didn't, didn't, I think it's very- Didn't that person's mom also reach out to you? (laughs) Yes. Well, they all loved me. So (laughs) That's because you are so lovable. Thank you. And you you were the, Uh, they had to deal with this like stupid son and you were the only thing that- (laughs) He was not stupid. I'm at a a very healed point right now. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Um, We just weren't right for each other, Uh, but he had a lovely family who- who I loved to date. You know what I mean? Like it was like the mm-hmm. dating mm-hmm. his family was one of the best parts. Um, anyway, uh, I just wanted to give those two examples as like scripts. You know, the one script is don't say anything. This is this is an abnormal amount of access this person has to your mind and life, right? Um, your day-to-day life, to wake up and see your ex's new girlfriend. Like that is unusual right. <laughs> it is. And, it is. And the other end is a script to, of of respect and of closeness to say like I love you this is impersonal I'm trying to move on. You know, it is it is you, you know. So For sure. All 
All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, let's get into this week's letter. It's from Monkey Branch Victim, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from The Void. Hi, Sam and Sierra. I wanted to write to you about how to deal with the horrible aftermath of your partner having an affair, both emotional and physical. 
Short backstory, about two months ago, I caught my boyfriend of three years cheating and he admitted to it while telling me he no longer loves me and is in love with his affair partner who he met at work. He is also her manager. Yikes. We broke Mm. up that day. I blocked him on absolutely everything and they are still together to my knowledge. In general, I do feel like I'm healing very well. I'm able to see that we weren't compatible in many fundamental ways and we were growing apart and the breakup was inevitable. I know that being alone is so much better than feeling alone in a relationship. I just wish he could have opened up to me about not being happy instead of acting like everything was fine while lying to me and breaking my trust. My real Mm. question is, how do you deal with feeling like although you were the hurt one, the betrayed one, you are now dealing with the fallout of the relationship. My ex gets to keep his job and now gets to move on and be happy with a new person while I'm left dealing with the financial burden of paying rent by myself and going through this breakup alone, knowing that he got what he wanted, which was to be rid of me. Thinking of them together, happy in love makes me feel physically ill. How Mm. do I get over the fact that it seems like my loss is not worth mourning to him? That the years and happy times we spent together seemingly got erased and mean nothing to him now that there's a new person in the picture. That is that it was so easy to replace me. It cuts me to my core to feel like the person I just spent three years of my life with can just toss me and our life together out in a matter of minutes. If you can't tell, this is my first big girl heartbreak, and admittedly, it was a doozy. I'm trying to find a therapist to talk to as well, but it's pretty slow moving on that front, so I'm trying to do the head and heart work by myself at the moment. Even if you don't read this on the pod, I still appreciate you both and can't wait for many more episodes of Just Break Up in 2023. All right, my darling, thank you so much for writing, listening, and trusting us with this letter. I'm so sorry that not only did your relationship end, but that it ended in this way that is so particularly scarring, um, you know, to have not only your trust broken, but your sense of worthiness and value be put into question i mean this is just a perfect example that like breakups are a mind fuck on every (laughs) single level you know and and it just illustrates how unfair breakups are in so many different ways right like so often it's the the person who does the harm that doesn't have to face any of the repercussions of it. Right. And, and your ex cheated on you and then continues to live his life, which is like an affront to you, understandably, (laughs) Yeah, right. the audacity of the, of the fact that he would actually like go out there and continue to live and not just like curl up in a ball and disappear from the world, which is, I think what so many of us would wish our exes would do when they treat us really poorly. Or just like, look like you're having a hard time. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think going back to like blocking, um, I think that's a reason why I need to block my exes after breaking up because I I don't want to like see them on their morning walks or I don't want to see them having the audacity to post a selfie and look that good as though they're enjoying their life and not incredibly grief filled, (laughs) grief stricken for for losing me. (laughs) I think... You're right, though. The curse of the breakups is that there's this very confident illusion that the dumper, the person who left, gets to move on flawlessly and without any consequences. And Mm -hmm. 
And I call it a confident illusion because it honestly, it looks and feels like that sometimes, you know, sometimes it is that person just leaving your life and, and moving on with theirs. And sometimes that's the exact case, but the, it, it's a great opportunity for us to remind ourselves that we actually don't know what's going on in a person's mind, despite what they present, despite their actions. We are not in their minds and bodies. We don't know what they're thinking or grappling with or regretting or struggling with. Honestly, like, I don't know your ex. I don't know. I'm not in his mind, but I I do bet he wishes he did that differently. I do I do bet that he wishes his current relationship started in a less questionable way, right? Um, mm. He's going to have to deal with that in his own personal life. And again, this is just 100% an assumption, you know? But I don't know. It, it might appear as though he's moving on without any consequences or without grieving you. But the uncomfortable and unfortunate truth is we don't know. We don't know what's in mm. his mind. And part mm-hmm. of the the difficult truth of a breakup is, is we may never know. We don't get access to that yeah. person anymore and they don't get access to us. And in breakups, we want, like in our partnerships, to deal with things together. We want our grief to be seen. We want our mm. pain to be seen. And we want our value to be affirmed by that other person. And right. that's... That's the opposite of what happens in a breakup because now you are no longer teammates. You are opponents. <laughs> That's not true. That's being dramatic. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. You're, but, you're just, now you're strangers. It's like that fucking Katy Perry lyrics. Like, you used to see me naked and now we, I don't remember what the lyric is, but something like, <laughs> okay, okay. now we barely say hi, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And as you're sort of grappling with this, one of the things that might be helpful is to remember who your teammates are, right? Like the idea that that he needs to somehow be able to see and validate this grief isn't isn't real. Because like Sierra said, he's a stranger. He's like a person on the street now who who can sort of who has no insight into your life and whose life you have no insight into. So who are the friends that you have? You you have me and Sierra to say like, um, absolutely, this sucks. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, it's this is worth mourning and grieving. And absolutely, he's a jerk for cheating on you. And you know, and he may be happy out there, but that doesn't mean in any way that your relationship wasn't important. That you're not important, right? We just don't have a glimpse into the life that he's living in this moment, or to or sort of what's going on with him. So, all of this to say, like it's okay for you to be feeling more about this relationship than he is. It doesn't mm. mean mm. the fact that he is not having an, a, a reaction that you can see doesn't mean that your relationship was unimportant. Doesn't re- mean that you yes. are not somebody worth grieving or worth mourning. Right. And it's okay for you to be having a different experience than he is because you were in different relationships, right? We talk about this all the time. You were in the same relationship, but you were both experiencing it really, really differently. And the fact that he experienced it differently, the fact that he wanted to get out of it, the fact that he found a way out of it in a way that was very painful for you doesn't mean that your experience of this relationship wasn't true. Doesn't mean that it wasn't something that was obviously very valuable to you. And, and you have our permission to 
grieve this relationship in whatever way feels right for you in whichever way feels the most healing. And he's doing it in his own way, right? He's doing his healing through whatever it is that he's doing, but his healing isn't a necessity for you to heal. Right. Right. And they're, they're not going to look the same and that sucks. Absolutely. But it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean that, that somehow you've, you've got the short end of the stick. You absolutely have a whole bunch of stuff that you need to wade through and figure out, but that happens in breakups all the time, right? When we move out, when we lose our jobs, when we no longer have that person that we can confide in, we have to find a way to continue to move on, to find ways to get those needs met because that person's not there for us anymore. Right. And I think um, right now, the biggest lie that I am trying to entangle in my own life Mm. Uh, is that my worth and value is inherently tied to other people telling me I'm worthy and valuable. I mean, we are taught that from the very beginning of being, you know, Mm. we are taught that love is conditional. It's relational, that value is based on our performance, you know, and when we apply that to a relationship, when we apply that to love and all of a sudden that love ends, that relationship ends, it makes us feel like we are a failure, that we are less valuable, that we are unlovable, you know? And yep. and it also sets us up for like another level of mind fuck because we want to look to the person who left us to say, can you affirm my personhood? Can you affirm <laughs> right. my value? Yep. Even though you don't want to be in partnership with me. I mean, I I say all of this because it's so relatable. It's and it's so mm-hmm. painful. But it's a great opportunity to again say this person was not for me and this person does not get to determine my value or worth in the world. This just because this person no longer loves me doesn't mean I am unlovable or hard to love, you know? Yep. Um and it's an it's a it's another big painful opportunity for growth to remind ourselves that we look for fairness and justice in a world that is not fair or just <laughs> like the world it's <laughs> not sure. just the world of dating folks that's chaotic and cruel it is the the whole world and i don't even mean that in an, in a pessimistic way you know it just Something that was so instrumental in me getting over my own heartbreak was acknowledging that my life was never supposed to be without heartbreak to begin with. For sure. For sure. My my life is guaranteed to have heartbreak because I'm a human, because I'm putting myself out there, because I'm being vulnerable and because not all people are for me and I am not for all people. And that is an equ- a direct equation for heartbreak, right? It's a guarantee. Sure. Um, and it might, this breakup might, in your grieving process, as you move through time, as you heal, as you grow, as you move on, this heartbreak might feel less, you know, bright. It might feel less right. sharp, but it may never feel just. It may never feel like, oh, okay, that. I'm cool with that. (laughs) It makes sense. Mm. But you internally will say, I'm okay with me not being okay with this breakup. I'm okay with this breakup never making sense because I'm not going to look for sense or justice 
or closure in a place that won't give me any. It sort of speaks to the idea that we so often assume that our discomfort is like telling us that something is deeply yes, wrong. Totally. Right. Like the idea of like you thinking about your ex and the person that he cheated on you with happy in love together, making you physically ill. And I know that that's sort of like ringing alarm bells in your head, right? Like something has to change. Something is wrong here. But I also just want to say it absolutely makes sense to me that that is the experience that you're having when you're thinking about your your ex and the person they left with you or, or left you for happy in love, right? Yep. The fact that you're feeling that physical illness doesn't necessarily mean that something's wrong. It just is telling you that you're experiencing grief over this relationship, right? You are experiencing what it feels like to mourn somebody and to you're experiencing that feeling of watching somebody who you loved be happy with somebody else, right? Yeah. That is that is such a normal thing. That is such an understandable thing for your body to be telling you in this moment. And the thing that we need to do in those moments, which can sometimes feel really counterintuitive to us, is to not say, get rid of the feeling, right? Get rid of that sickness, get rid of that, that pain that we're experiencing, and instead say, oh my gosh, I'm in so much pain. What do I need to do to tend to the yes. child in me, the person in me, the person that I love that in this moment is just feeling so much pain? Yes. So what are the ways that you can say, oh, absolutely. I totally hear how difficult this is for me in this moment. And I just, all I want to do is, is give, wrap myself in a hug. All I want to do is treat myself really well in this moment. This isn't something that I need to get over immediately. This is something that I need to spend time nurturing and healing rather than saying, oh, something is deeply wrong and that, that something needs to stop. Uh, which I is I totally get like that is that is how I respond to most feelings in mm. the moment. It's like I'm having a big feeling. Something must be terribly wrong, but it mm. doesn't actually mean that's what's happening. It just means that of course, of course, of course, of course, you are feeling right. deeply sad about this. Of course, of course, you are feeling jealous or angry or nauseous at the fact that this person has moved on and left you in the slurch. It's unfair. It sucks. It's it's not fun to be going through. So yeah. what are you doing to to care for yourself in this moment? And how are you asking the network around you, the people who love you and support you for what you need in order to be held in this moment rather than being sort of plucked out of this moment so you don't have to feel any of this stuff? Yes, absolutely. We know this is hard. We love you. We hope that this gives you a little bit more perspective or at least some community as you go through this difficult healing process. We love you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for writing. All right, folks. So if you are a new listener, um, this is just going to seem like a totally normal episode to you. But if you are one of our <laughs> OG Just Break Up community members, this episode feels a little bit different. And we're going to tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. So um, we have made the decision to uh, break up our episodes into three separate episodes every week. So instead of getting one episode with three letters on Mondays, you will get 
three episodes with one letter on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, So you're getting all of the same amount of content, which is great because we want to make sure that we are putting out into the world all of the love that we've been putting out in the last four and a half years. But we are making this decision strategically. Um, We haven't changed our format since we started the podcast. That's not true. We changed it once when we went from four letters to three letters. Um, But we are thinking about ways that we can um, make this content more interesting to folks. Um, You know, we're interested in doing things like playlists or submitting particular episodes about particular topics to folks. Uh, And it's hard to do that when there's three different letters about three different things in one episode. And what we've heard from you all is that it is also hard to like recommend particular letters or to find particular topics that you're interested in because of the format of the show. So what we're trying to do is just make it easier for folks to find what they need from the episodes that we're putting out. So to repeat, it's all the same amount of content. It's just broken up over three different episodes. So if you like listening to three letters at a time, guess what? All you have to do is press play twice and you will get the same amount of content. Uh, But we appreciate you all uh, going along with us. We really think that it's going to be beneficial for us as podcast hosts and creators and also for you all as listeners. So we're super excited about this change. um, And uh, we will keep going with it. Yeah. Um, as always, thank you so much for listening, for supporting us, for trusting our intuition as creators. Um, we feel really great about it. So thank you in advance for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for pressing play. Uh, we love you all so much. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, you can support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month and get an additional bonus weekly episode. If You can find us on patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend, Spencer Worth Davis. Thank you for listening. And remember, your worth and lovability is not determined by someone who couldn't love you. Your worth, value, lovability is inherent to who you are. And if all else fails, just break up.